tonight and thank him and say Lord we are grateful for your goodness for your grace for your mercy for your favor for your blessing Lord we thank you yes Lord we worship you father thank you for your grace tonight thank you because you are good to us tonight thank you because there's no one like you none will ever be like you father be thou be exalted in the name of Jesus thank you father in Jesus mighty name we have prayed Everlasting Father, we thank you for this month of progress. We pray, Lord, we are going to make progress. In everything we lay a hand upon, we make progress. In our head, we make progress. Financially, we are going to make progress. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Okay, let me welcome your neighbors. You are welcome. Welcome at least three or four people tonight. God bless you as we welcome them. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 says, Unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. This month, God will move us forward. None of us will be stagnant in Jesus' name. It shall be from glory to glory. And from favor to favor, the Lord will make your life progressive in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay, this is the anchor scripture that we are reading that God is able to give us progress this month and cause us to move forward by His grace. And all of us will move forward in the name of Jesus. But I'm going to be preaching on the scripture that we have in 2 Kings chapter 7, verse 3. And there were four leprous men at the entry in of the gate. And they said, what, they said one to another, Why sit we here until we die? Why should we perish of stagnation? Second King chapter 7 verse 3. Why sit we here until we die? Why should we sit and become stationary until we die? Because they know that if they stay there, they are going to die. If they go to the city where there is famine, they are going to die. But if they decide to move forward, they might enjoy favor. Now there are four leprous men at the entrance of the gate 
And they said to one another, why are we sitting here until we die? If we stay here, we will die. If we go to the city, we will die. If we decide to move forward, we may survive. The captain of the army can take us alive. Put on verse 4. Verse 4. 2 Kings chapter 7, verse 4. If we say, we will enter the city, the family is in the city, we shall die there. If we sit here, we die also. Now therefore come, let us surrender to the army of the Syrians. If they keep us alive, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall only die. Fighting against stagnation. We must fight against stagnation with these three things. It starts with a question of why should I be stagnant? Why can't I make progress? If I stay at the same spot, definitely calamity will come. If I decide to go to where there is nothing that is happening, that is sit, that is safe, fence city, we are going to die there also because there is famine there. But we decide to move forward. We may live. We can also fail. But we can only fail. We can only fail. We can only fail. And we can only die. But the probability of surviving is a moving forward. I pray for us again tonight. All of us will move forward. What does it mean to break the bag of stagnation? We can do something. Find something that we can do. That will force forward. Don't let us give up on time. And say nothing is working. Look at something that we can do. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. There is no temptation that has come to any man that is not common to man. There is no temptation. No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful. Who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able? But with temptation, we also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. So that you'll be able to go forward. There, there's always a way for you to move forward. Always look around. Don't give up on time. Don't say, I don't know what to do. I said to somebody yesterday, where you have failed before, you have tried several times. Maybe the indices that led to your failure has even changed. God decided to work on that particular area. You can try again. Try that same job again. Try that opportunity again. The door that was locked against you before, Maybe open now. Four leprous men. What challenged me about their story was that they did not even hear what the word of the Lord says. They were outside. And that's a challenge to all of us. Somebody that is outside may be trying more, may be doing more things than people that are inside the church. That are inside the church may be looking at the word of God. Even if God opened the windows in heaven, can this thing be? But somebody that is outside, leprous people, they say we can do something to move forward. And I believe you too can do something in the name of Jesus. They move from zero to hero. They move from nobody that we want to relate with to somebody that has been celebrated because they decided to move forward. And how did they move forward? They decided to do something positive about the situation. They were not sitting down expecting to die. What do you expect leprous men to be thinking? They should be thinking about death. They don't have friends. They can't stay in the city. Nobody recognizes them. Even if they achieve anything, people do not want to associate with them. Yet they said, we are not ready to die. And I believe you too, you will not die. You will not die prematurely. 
This season will not be your season of debt. It does not matter what the economy is pronouncing upon you, what the situation is pronouncing upon you. You can still do something that will move you forward. Make up your mind, I'm going to do something. And they decided to move forward. Why sit we here until we die? When there's a possibility of moving forward. There's a little ray of hope. There's a little ray of paper. There's little thing that we can do that can change the story. Let me still try that little thing that remains with me. Paul says, all the days of my appointed time will I wait until my change come. Hester chapter 4, verse 11. Hester said to verse 14, everybody know that nobody goes to the king except the king invite him that will not die. He say all shall be killed. It does not matter whether it's 100. All the king's servants and the people of the king's prophet. Put on verse 11. Verse 11. First. All the king, know that any man or woman who goes into the inner court of the king to beg anything who has not been called, he has but one law. Put all to death. Whether 100 or 1,000. Put all to death. Except the one to whom the king owes out the golden scepter that he may live. Yet, I myself have not been called to go to the king these 30 days. Look at the next verse. Mordecai said, So they told Mordecai, Esther's word, verse 13. And Mordecai told them to say to Esther, Do not think in your heart that you escape in the king's palace anymore than all the other Jews. Verse 14. For if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish. Yet, who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time like this. Verse 15. Let's get to 16. Then Esther told, Esther told them to reply to Mordecai. Verse 16. Look at what Esther says. Go gather all the Jews who are present in Susan and fast for me. Neither eat nor drink for three days. Night or day, my maids and I will fast likewise. And so I will go to the king, which is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. I move forward. Say, I'm moving forward. In the name of Jesus. The only option for Esther was to pray. Not to be stationary. Not to keep quiet. Not to complain. See, I will still try. No matter what is happening, I will move forward. Let me tell your neighbor, you can do something. There is something you can do. And when you don't know what to do, you can actually pray and fast to move forward. I want to pray concerning this issue. There must be something that I can do. Praying and fasting is moving forward. Praying and fasting concerning something you don't know what to do about. It's moving forward. I'm going to do something. Go and pray for me. People praying for you is moving forward. When you don't know what to do. Please pray for me. You are moving forward. You are not sitting idle. You are saying, Lord, what should I do to move forward? Esther said, if I perish, I perish. You know, it, it does not matter what is happening. There's something that you can still do that will push you forward, that will move you forward, that will give you progress in life. You have to look around everywhere. Is there any space that God has given me for me to do is there any small thing that I can do that will add more to my life, that will increase me? And if you say, I don't know what to do, then you need to pray like Esther. And say, please, pray for me. I'm looking for a way of moving forward. I cannot see. Pray. 
I myself will pray. I will, not, I will not eat until God show me something to do to move forward. And I pray this month, God will show you something that will help you to move forward in Jesus' name. Why am I preaching this? This year will not be empty for you. At the end of this year, all of us will discover that we have actually moved forward by his grace in the name of Jesus. What is number two ways to move forward? Number two ways, the leprous men said again, after they have seen the affairs, they said, if we remain here also, verse 9, and we don't share the good news, we also die. Calamity will come upon us. Why must we sit here also without sharing the good news? Put it on verse 9. 2 King chapter 7, verse 9. 2 King chapter 7, verse 9. They saw the deliverance of the Lord and they said, Then they said to one another, We are not doing right. This day is a day of good news, and we remain silent. If we wait also until morning light, some punishment will come upon us. Now they are for come. Let us go and tell the king's household. Number two way to move forward is by sharing the good news. Make sure you are sharing good. Don't hold the good news. Don't hold the gospel. Don't hold whatever God has done for you. Share it. That is the way to move forward. You cannot move forward by holding what God has done for you. What that Lord has done for me. Hmm? I cannot what? What that Lord has done for me. I cannot tell it all. What the Lord has done for me. I cannot tell it all. What am I saying tonight? The power to move forward is in sharing what God has done for you. You may not have the opportunity to come in front of everybody to share. But the moment you share what God has done for you, you are actually moving forward. You are increasing your capacity. You are celebrating the goodness of the Lord. You are putting the devil to shame and you are advancing the kingdom of God. That is actually to move forward because you are part of the kingdom. If you keep, you know there are some people that have been born again for years and they've never shared the good news. Nothing to represent gospel in your Facebook. Nothing to represent gospel in your WhatsApp. Nothing to represent gospel among your mates. Nothing to show that you are sharing the good news. The four leprous men give us another way to move forward. If we sit here eating all the harvest, we will perish. The first time they were stationary at the gate, and they said, If we sit here, we will die. If you go to where there is famine, we will die. But if we move forward, there is possibility that we survive and try to move forward. And they go to the company of, of, of the Assyrians and they discovered that the Lord has fought the battle for them. And they started eating, they started piling, they started enjoying. And they said again, if we remain like this, calamity will come upon us. Now we are going to die again. Let us go and share the good news. So the next way, second way to move forward, by sharing the gospel. Romans chapter 1 verse 16. He said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believe. Romans chapter 1 verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believe. For the Jew first and also for the Greek. The power that moves you forward is in sharing the good news. You never know the person you are sharing the good news with will be the person that will take you to your next level. You never know. As you are sharing the gospel, the faith of God is resting upon you. Why? Luke chapter 9 verse 26. 
Look at Luke chapter 9, verse 26. says about the gospel. Luke chapter 9, verse 26. For whoever is ashamed of me and my words, of him will the son of man be ashamed when we come into his own glory and in his father's and of the holy angel. He said, if you are ashamed of me to talk about me, what I've done for you, I will also be ashamed of you. That's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. If all of us are sharing the gospel the way we should share it, sharing the testimony of what the Lord has done for us, the kingdom of God is moving forward. And as the kingdom of God is moving forward, we are also moving forward. If we are saying negative things concerning the kingdom, we are not advancing the kingdom. And because we are part of the kingdom, we also we are stationary. If you are promoting the kingdom, you are promoting yourself. Most of us don't know that anytime we share the gospel, we are also increasing ourselves. We don't know. There are some connections that is hidden in doing God's work. You will never be promoted until you begin to preach the gospel. God has positioned you in your office for a time like this. Somebody needs to hear the good news. All that you can do is not uncover. Some years back, one of the prospective students in medical school, a very rich businessman that had a lot of cars, that was doing a transport system that we thought was rich because he had so many opportunities around him and within him and his family. You know, at a time, call one of our members in this church and say, please, I'm disturbed. I need to see you. I just want to discuss my problem with you. And they took her to Captain Cook and began to lament. You know, when you look at this guy from outward, he's fulfilled. You say there is no many, any student, medical student is better than him. In fact, at that time, we think that he was even better than his lecturer because he was making a lot of money. But he downloaded all his problems and what he was going through spiritually emotionally, every other thing. And the sister came to me. I said, what do you tell him? I just advised him to take it easy. I said, you have failed God. If that man has seen you as somebody that he can confide in to preach to, you have missed a very big opportunity. Go back and look for opportunity to preach the gospel to him. The only thing that that person needs is Jesus. He's not to take it easy. Christianity is not preaching morality. They are different between character and Jesus. That is right. A big difference. Somebody might be good character-wise and still go to hell. Somebody might be rich and still go to hell. Somebody might have connection and still go to hell. The only key that leads to heaven is that somebody must be born again. When God gives you an opportunity to share the gospel, don't miss the opportunity. Preach the gospel in season and out of season. Look for every opportunity. Somebody complain about Nara. Preach the gospel. It's an opportunity that God has opened to you. Somebody say, I don't even know which place to go again. Say, it is this time that you need God most. Don't be ashamed of the gospel. Bible say, that is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. It is the power. Sharing the gospel is the power. And you know, as we are advancing in technology, not many of us are actually sharing the gospel. Not many of us. I don't know. I've not entered public transport of late. It's not the kind of public transport that we have in those days. But hardly in those days will you enter transport and somebody will not say, I want to preach the good news. I don't know how people preach now. 
I don't know whether people are still preaching the gospel now. Pure gospel at all times. Even in the classroom. We preach the gospel even in the classroom. We do money cry. Money cry that is talking about Jesus alone. Talking about Jesus is what pushes you forward. The leprous man said, if we keep quiet at a time like this, we will perish. Why should we die? Because we are enjoying our face. There was a time they were having farming. They said, why should we sit there inside farming and die? God gave them a face. Say, why should we die again inside a face? I'm not share the good news. I'm not share the testimony. How many people have you shared the gospel with this week? That you have talked about Jesus to. People are coming to you at all times. They respect you. They honor you. They tell you one thing or the other that is disturbing them. Do you use the opportunity to advance the kingdom? Or do you use the opportunity to also complain? I told my wife, I don't know whether this morning or yesterday, I said, my dear, I need to tell you sincerely, if other people complain, I think I should not join them because I don't have any reason to complain. And I will not pretend that I need to complain because other people are complaining. And she said, that is a testimony. I said, that is what I'm sharing with you. Other people may be complaining. I called my sister on Sunday and she said, this time is too bad. I said, why is he bad? Whatever she was saying to me was strange to me. Not because I'm better, but because God has given me testimony for this season. I don't have any reason to join anybody to complain. I don't have any reason. And I don't think that testimony was given to me to boast, but to use it as an instrument to preach the gospel. One, one uh, banker came to me two days ago from First Bank, you know, and he said, he's a Muslim, and he said, he's using what I said last to him in my office to preach to other people. What did I say? He said, I said, this is the best time. I said, so when people are complaining, I'll be telling them this is the best. I said, I said that. He said, yes. The last time I came here, I was the manager of First Bank. He said, last time I came here, you said, we don't have any reason to complain. This is the best season. It can be the best season for us, no matter what is happening. He said, so he heard that word, even though he's a Muslim. And he has been telling people that there was a pastor that told him that this can be the best time. And I told him, I believe it. It can be the best time. And may it be the best time for us in Jesus' name. Use this season to share the good news. People are waiting for the good news. Preach the gospel. Preach to your workers. Preach to people that are looking up to you. Preach to people around you. People actually need word of the gospel at this time. Not just encouragement. We need Jesus more. Jesus is the best president. He's the best person that can save us from calamity. Use every opportunity you have to preach the gospel. Because that may be their saving grace from hell. The person you are talking with today may be on his way to hell. What do you want God to say? I remember when I told that sister. I said, will you tell somebody that was about to cross a road of a trailer to take it easy and be calm? Somebody's about to die and is asking you, say, take it easy. Will you not shout a loud voice? Trailer is coming. Stop your movement. I rescued this. So I said, that is how the word of the gospel is to a sinner. You don't miss an opportunity to share the gospel. That's actually the best way to move forward. This is the time when we need grassroots preachers that are sharing the gospel. Everywhere you get to, you share the gospel. 
You never know whether the person you are sharing it with, you are going to see the person tomorrow, but you may never see him again. The leprous man said, if we sit here, we are going to die. Let's move forward. They move forward. They saw harvest. They said, if you also sit here in this harvest, we are going to die. Let's share the good news. So sharing the good news is number two way to move forward. If you are going to move forward at this time, don't be somebody that is sharing the gospel. Somebody say, but I don't have a job. I say, you have more than enough job. You have the gospel in your hand. Preach the gospel. In season and out of season. Use everything you have to preach the gospel. People are already using everything now to preach whatever they want to preach to people. And people are willing to hear. This is the best time also for you to use everything you have to talk to somebody about Jesus. And I pray that the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Okay, number three way to move forward is to risk the journey. The journey may not be very easy, but you have to take some risk. In this second king, chapter 7 also, when they told the king that, ah, king, it's like there is plenty. We got to the camp of the Assyrian, and uh, there is no man there. Look at it from verse uh, 12. And the king arose in the night and said unto his servant, I will now show you what the Syrians have done to us. They know that we are hungry. Therefore, they have gone out of the camp to hide themselves in the field, saying, when they come out of the city, we shall catch them alive and get into the city. You know, they locked themselves up. Verse 13. And one of his servants answered and said, let some take, I pray thee, five of the horses. Let's take five of the horses that is remaining, which are left in the city. Behold, they as the multitude of Israel that are left in it. Behold, I say, they are even as all the multitude of Israel that are, that are consumed with hunger. And let us send and see. Then they took two chariot horses and the king sent after the horse of the city and said, go and see. And when they went after them unto Judah, and lo, all the way was full of garment and vessels. We the Syrian had cast away in their eyes. And the messenger returned and told the king. They said, there's no point to do anything. Oh, they will catch us alive. It's very risky. The servant said, sir, let's take some and risk the journey. For you to move forward, at times you need to take some risk. Take the risk that you can take. You have 100,000 saving. Risk 50. Risk some. To move forward, you need to take a step of faith. I put risk so that we understand. You need to take some risk. Don't say, ah, nothing's working. Take the risk that you can manage. They told the king, whether we stay here or we send some, they will die. If we also stay here, all of us will die. Let's take some to test the waters and see whether the good news is true or is not true. Let's test the journey. And decided to go. And do you know the two horses return with good news? The risk eventually works. Somebody say, ah, what about if I lost my money? What about if you gain more by taking that little risk? What about if the thing really brings more success? What about if you succeed? What about if you say you are going to fail and you eventually now have testimony? What about if, if that eventually works? The most important advice is that you should take some risk if you want to advance your course on hand. Take some risk. 
you have to take the initial step, the initial risk, take some journey of faith. You are going to live a progressive life. You have to take some risk. And you know the Bible says in Hebrew chapter 11 verse 6 that without faith it is impossible to please God. Anyone that walk with God must believe that God exists. What does God do? God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. As we are taking a journey of faith, God will reward us this month. I cannot hear your amen. As we are taking every step of faith, the Lord will reward you this month. Your journey of faith will not bring shame to you. It will not be in vain. The little thing that you are doing will prosper. That risky venture will blossom. It will give you reward in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. What am I saying tonight? Number one, find a way to move forward. No matter what is happening. Is there any step that I can take that will help me to move forward? Number two, as you are moving forward, share the good news about what the Lord has done for you. And before you know what is happening, you will discover that you are moving forward. God is the one that is doing the work. He will be pushing you forward. He pushes you forward. Pushing you forward. Some of us that are here, we can never know what progress is until we begin to share the gospel that Jesus has put in our mouth. He said, nothing is working in my life. Nothing is working in your life because you are also doing nothing in his kingdom. You are not sharing the good news. You are saved here. You are not preaching to anybody. God has given you an opportunity to talk to some few people around you. You are not doing it. Use your platform. Use anything that you have to talk about Jesus. Let people know you with Jesus and share the good news. And as you share the good news, God will move you forward in Jesus' name. Rise up on your feet. And say to yourself, Lord, I'm going to march forward. Nothing will stop me. No obstacle will stop me. In the mighty name of Jesus, I believe I can still move forward. There is no temptation that can stop me from marching forward. There is no obstacle that can prevent me from taking a step of faith. Lord, I am marching forward. In the mighty name of Jesus, by the grace of God, I am marching forward. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I receive grace to march forward. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I know you will help me to obey your instruction. Every instruction of faith. I receive grace to move forward. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Say, Lord, let doors of opportunity be open to me on his own accord in the name of Jesus. No matter how tight the journey may look, let me see a way of escape in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, help me and let doors of blessing, let it be open to me. Doors of opportunity that will push me forward in the name of Jesus. The blessing that will take me higher, let it happen to me. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Let's pray one more prayer. I say, Father, raise your two hands to heaven. Deliver me from the expectations of my enemy. I will not be stranded this season. Deliver me from the expectation of my enemy. Deliver me from the expectation of people that are expecting failure. For me, in the, are you praying for yourself very well? I know there is a way of escape. 
deliver me from the expectation of my enemy in the name of Jesus. Are you praying in the name of Jesus? My enemy will not be able to stop me. The Assyrians will not be able to stop me. Nothing will be able to stop me in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. If the Lord can use the leprous men, God can use you too. Say, Father, make me a blessing to my word. Help me to share the good news. If you can use lepers to share good news, why can I not share good news? There is good news in my mouth. Make me a holy vessel. Make me a able vessel. It, we need people that will share the good news of Christ. Lord, use me. If you can use leprous men, people that are not holy, people that are sick, you can use me. Father, use me. Make me a blessing to my world. Help me to accept responsibility of sharing the good news. I want to use my platform. I want to use my opportunity. I want to use my privileges. I want to use my position to share the good news. Lord, help me to share the good news. In the mighty name of Jesus, help me to share the good news. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. I met a man some years back. I've shared this story with you before. I think Professor who know the man. And I share an invitation card. I preached the gospel maybe about two or three minutes. And we became friends. And one of the things that he said is that he was surprised that I could invite him or preach to him. After some years, he died. I'm happy. But I'll be shocked. If a man will respect me like that, have serious admission for me, and he just died without me saying, Jesus can save you. He died after some years. He was sick, and he died. Nobody ever imagined that he's going to die. I pray you not miss your opportunity in Jesus' name. May the Lord make you a blessing to the whole city, to the whole nation, to your friend, to people that are coming to you, to people that respect you. Please raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, make me a blessing to my word in the mighty name of Jesus. Help me to preach the gospel no matter how great the opposition may be. Help me to preach the gospel. In the name of Jesus. So many people need the gospel. Lord, help me to preach the gospel. I will not fail with my point of assignment. Help me. God has commissioned all of us to preach the gospel. Talk about Jesus to somebody. Sharing the good news. Helping them to find their faith. I will not be a stumbling block to the gospel. Lord, please help me even in this church, to preach the gospel. Lord, help me to use whatever I have to preach the gospel. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, help me to preach the gospel. Give me the resources to preach the gospel. The good news and the testimony to preach the gospel. Lord, use me for your glory. Help me to preach the gospel. In the mighty name of Jesus. Give me the wisdom to know how to do it. Lord, help me to preach the gospel. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Let's raise our hands to him. Say, Father, 
every step of faith that we take in this month of progress, Father, bless it in the mighty name of Jesus. Let there be a reward for me. Step of faith. You are coming to church by faith. You are taking the Holy Communion by faith. You give offering by faith. You are praying to God by faith. The Bible says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. Every step of faith that I take, every risk that I take, Lord, help me to enjoy reward. Let there be a mighty reward with every step of faith that I will take in the mighty name of Jesus. Every step of faith. Help me, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. We are praying three more prayers. Say, Father, connect me to my miracle this month. I don't know where your miracle is, but pray to the Lord and say, Father, please connect me to my miracle. Connect me to my miracle. Let's pray. Lord, I'm taking step of faith. Connect me to my miracle in the name of Jesus. Connect me to my miracle. Connect me to my miracle. Connect me to my miracle this month. I don't know where my miracle is. Lord, connect me to my miracle. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, connect me to my miracle. Jesus' mighty name we have prayer. Say, Father, help me to conquer my trouble. This, I don't know where the trouble may be waiting for your progress. Every trouble, Lord, help me to conquer my trouble. I want to conquer my trouble. Every trouble that may be around, like the Assyrian, by the time I watch over it, let him discover that it has gone. Help me to conquer my trouble. Let's pray against every trouble, every Assyrian that is trying to lock us in. Lord, help me to conquer my trouble in the name of Jesus. In the name of... Let's pray very well. Lord, help me to conquer my trouble. Help me to conquer my trouble. What is the thing that is troubling you? Maybe it is your head. Maybe it's sleeplessness. Anything that is it that is like your trouble. Lord, help me to conquer it. Use your wind of the Holy Spirit to blow them away. The Lord has caused the Assyrian to run away. Help me, Lord, to conquer my trouble. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Open your eyes. We are going to pray the final prayer. And all of us must have this. That I'm going to ask us to pray about. We are going to pray that God should show us a plan for progress. Anybody that will make progress in life, God will show him a pattern that is going to work, that will make him progressive. People may think that you are stupid, but there's a plan that you are following that will lead to your progress in life. God does not want you to be stagnant, but at the same time, God will give you a plan. This is the plan for your life that will take you far. I've listened to so many testimonies. I've discovered sometimes the plan of brother A may be different from the plan of brother B. That's what I've discovered. That's what I've discovered. Somebody may walk and going to real estate with his work and later retire and is now very rich. Somebody else we start doing something from the day one that is progressive. God has shown them a plan that is working for them. The plan that will work for you, that will make your life dynamic and progressive, the Lord will show you in the name of Jesus. That will lead to peace. Retirement with a peaceful mind. The Lord will give it to you in the name of Jesus. Now raise your two hands and say, Father, Show me a plan for my progress. Let me see the plan that will lead to my progressive life. You can't just be sitting down without a plan. Give me a plan that will lead to my increase and progress. Some of you may have to do two jobs. Some of you have to do business. 
Some of you, you have to do government job. Some of you, God must show you a plan for your life that will lead to increase. Lord, show me a plan that will lead to my increase and progress. There is a plan ordained by God that you must follow. Lord, help me to walk in that plan. Help me to walk in that plan. God has already spoken that there will be plenty in Samaria before the four leprous men walk in it. Help me to walk in your plan. Help me to walk in your plan. I want to enjoy progress. I don't want to be stagnant. Lord, show me a plan that you have worked for me in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I also share with my wife the two testimonies I had over the week about a, a, a doctor in UK that saw a plan that can help her to be blessed and to be buying houses. You know, there you deposit a certain percentage, maybe 10%, and the bank had more, and you begin to pay. But in the process of paying back, you're also making profits. So she was making like 5,000 pounds on every house, and she started doing it early. And by the time she was still very young, she has bought 100 houses. So we just deposit the bank we had. The people that rent the house will be paying. She'll be making the profit. So they say she just retire. By that, they calculate how much she was making. Since she was making too much money, she doesn't need to work again. She was making almost 320 million naira every month. She just retired because she has 100 houses. That is one. There's another person that the man of God said, he said, they have been very good to me, but please, they may not know how to do anything. Give him the contract to supply sand. And they were taking 100 trees per day in that estate. And the person was making 5,000 naira on every tree, multiplied by 100 every day. They say, until they finish the building in this estate, you'll be in charge. It doesn't have a tipao, doesn't have anything, but the commission of 5,000 on every tree that enter, they were giving the person. And by the time we calculated it, very young woman and her son, they were making 500,000 naira per day in Nigeria. God gave them the plan. The plan that will give you acceleration, the Lord will give it to you. Amen. And it will be very easy for you in the name of Jesus. I don't know how God will do it, but God will do it for you. In 2 Kings 7, verse 5, the Lord has caused the host of the Assyrian to hear a loud voice and they left with their blessing. It was a blessing of grace. Raise your hands to heaven. This season, you enjoy the blessing of grace. Yeah. The Lord will prepare your blessing ahead for you. Yeah. You will walk into your miracle yeah. in the name of Jesus. Look at it. As they rose at twilight to go to the camp of the Syrian, and when they had come to the outskirts of the Syrian camp, to their surprise, no one was there. By the time you wake up tomorrow morning, no enemy will be there. You will have peace of mind. You have joy of the Holy Spirit. Your miracle will be complete. Even while you are sleeping tonight, God will work for you. In the middle of the night, look at verse 6, they add a noise. The Lord chased away their enemy. In the morning, they just walk into their miracle. By tomorrow morning, you walk into your miracle divine arrangement will work for you. You will meet the right people at the right time. 
and you are going to move forward. In the name of Jesus. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, let your divine arrangement, divine program, divine plan, let it work for me. In the name of Jesus. I don't want to struggle in life. Let me walk into your miracle with ease. Let me walk into your miracle as I walk into the office. Let it be a season of miracle as I walk into the supermarket. Let it be a season of miracle as I walk into the school. Let it be a season of miracle. Let divine arrangement work for me in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let it work for me. Sweet Holy Spirit, let it work for me. In the name of Jesus, let it work for me. Lord, let it work for me. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. We take the Holy Communion, but anytime you don't know what to do, pray. Anytime you don't know what to do, what should you do? Just relax and pray. You don't know what to do at all. Prayer is doing something. Prayer is what? Prayer is what? Anytime you don't know what to do at all, just pray. You know, mommy lost her purse yesterday and she was looking for it almost everywhere. She was looking and looking. So we are just saying, don't worry, you'll find it in the house. Say, it's because of the documents. I said, don't worry. As I enter this room, I say, sweet Holy Spirit, wherever this purse is, show me. Even though I know they have looked for it, we have searched everywhere as a sweet Holy Spirit. You are the only one that knows where this thing is. And I said, Amen. That prayer gave me a peace of mind. And as I climbed the stair, I said, Were well, you not know, packing clothes for hiring yesterday? He said, Yes. I said, Check inside the sack. You have packed your purse with that clothes. He said, Are you sure? I said, Yes, pack. She just said, I shouted, Jesus! <laughs> As of the time I pray, I don't know what to do. I told her this morning, I said, because you are looking for your purse, you did not even see my face at all. You were so disturbed. But I prayed. The moment I entered the house, they have sat everywhere. I knew, Lord, this thing will be here. Might be under the chair, but wherever it is, sweet Holy Spirit, help me to find it. That was the prayer I prayed. And I kept quiet. And as I enter, the Holy Spirit minister to me, but inside one of the sack that she has packed, and she find it there. Whatever you are looking for, you will find it this season. In the mighty name of Jesus. What am I saying tonight? You have tried business. You have tried job. You have tried connection. You have tried some. It's not working. Say, Holy Spirit, just help me, please. I want to move forward. And God will hear you in the name of Jesus. You know, when you're sincere about it, the answer will come speedily. It will come speedily. When you are sincere about it, it will come speedily. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, sweet Holy Spirit, I want to move forward this year. I don't know what to do. Help me. Help me. Pray that prayer as we take the Holy Communion. I want to move forward. I want some things to change in my life. I want to enjoy increase. I've tried what I know how to do. But I know you know everything. Sweet Holy Spirit, just help me this year to move forward. When you don't know what to do, you pray to the Lord. Lord, help me. 
and it will help you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Please, I'd like us to be focused. Let's come and take the communion tonight. I'd like us to be focused. Let's be focused. Let's be focused. And as we have focused tonight and asking God to help us, He will show us the way in a miraculous way in Jesus' name. Oh, me.